Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. We are back, people. It is Cash the Ticket Divisional Round. Jim Costa over there. And a, look at him, a little button up Ooh, over here. Oh, huh? yeah, getting dressed up. This guy's got buttons today, people. Uh, Mike Valeni here. Wonderful to have you with us. And right from the start, if you have questions, comments, or want to be a part of our mailbag, cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. You don't need to do the reviews no more. We're going legit. You also want a dedicated social media? Bang! You got those two. So you want to be involved with the mailbag? You want to ask questions, comments, whatever? Do your thing. You lose control of yourselves? No, Jim's not going to get on the air uh, hurling ethnic slurs. So with that said, what's going on, buddy? I'm great. We got a great weekend of football coming up. I thought last weekend, sloppy or otherwise, gave us great games. Mm -hmm. And, and, And you know what we did? We weeded out some of the fray. And we've got the best of the best. The undesirables. The undesirables. (laughs) Talking to you, Minnesota. The teams that should be here are here. Let's go to it. Before we get into the board, tone setter, future is now. Average age of quarterbacks left, 25. This is the NFL. This is Burrow. This is Mahomes. This is Allen. This is Hurts. It's really, this is the AFC. I threw in Hurts. I know, but think about the, the oldest quarterback in the playoff is Dak at 29. Think about the top five QBs before we get back to this, because yeah, you're yeah. right. It's yeah, age yeah. appropriate. You see how it's got to be done. You get the QB on the rookie wage scale deal. You make a run. Once you pay them, look, factually speaking, none of the QBs who've been paid have won. Now, maybe Mahomes gets it done this year, mm-hmm. but think about it. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, uh, Herbert, T-Law, that's your top five QBs in the league, potentially, arguably. You throw Hurts into. Sure. Hey, you want Hurts? Fine. But, like, Jim, think about it. Imagine being an AFC team, and I didn't include Lamar. I didn't include some of the other guys. I'm talking about you're in the AFC, and you got to go through that gauntlet? Yep. Oh, buddy. But you're right. It, it is the golden era right now of QBs. Well, and the AFC used to be Brady, Roethlisberger, Manning, and this is it. This is what it's going to be for another decade. Other note, eight teams are left, seven of them coached by offensive guys. Yep. This is the league we're in. Settle in for a weekend that's going to be great. Can't yeah, wait. and I think, again, when you look at some of the critical elements of these teams, you're talking about some young play callers. You are. 
Now, again, uh, a guy like Mike Kafka in New York. Uh, we talk about Kevin O'Connell with the with the Vikes. We talk about Ben Johnson with the Lions, albeit not in the playoffs. They're playoff caliber. This is the league. You know, Mike McDaniel made the playoffs. Young, Yale, you know, smart, play caller. Yeah, you're 100% right. It's not a secret, and everything is cyclical. There's going to be this offensive renaissance. I'm sure someday far away defensive coaches will be in vogue again. It's just how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I'll, I'll tell you the one thing I like, just because I, I, I love how you started this. Probably about seven years ago, I started to really get concerned about the quality of quarterbacks coming out of college into the pros, meaning – all we're seeing is no huddle. You got to go back seven to ten years. Yep. What? Why is there a picture of an ice cream cone, George Bush, a motor scooter, and the letter V? The play cards, the crazy. Well, clearly no- that speed option. Everybody knows right. that. Right. But like that was the thing, and you go, well, the NFL's never going to do this. Yeah. Who am I drafting? It was like fresh on the heels of like, oh, Blaine Gabbert. We're going to get a hundred of those. Hey, here's Christian Ponder, Blake Bortles. So. What I think is fascinating is how the league has done the unthinkable. They have adapted. Mm -hmm. You are seeing spread concepts. A lot of, you can do no huddle concepts. QBs doing stuff at the line. A lot more of the screen game. I never imagined in the NFL there would be teams that are throwing 35, 36, 37% of passes at or behind the line of scrimmage. So it just, it cements your point that A, the quality's never been better. B, this is the model. And C, college will continue to pump out these types of quarterbacks. So I don't see an end in sight. Now, not everyone's going to make it. But, Jim, it, it, it's a very healthy place to be because we were in that void of yep. no more Mannings, plural. No more Brady. No more Breeze. No more of, of the guys, the comfort. But maybe we don't need them no more because we've mm-hmm. got the Allen, Mahomes, Burrow, T-Law, uh, Herbert. It's all there. So, yeah. Brock I, Purdy. I think it's awesome to see a collection <laughs> of 25-year-old quarterbacks. I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, look, recap is simple. Two and two for me, two and three for you. Let's get to the board. Presented by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And this has become a Costa tradition now on the picks. Not only do you go chronological people, this man gives you the broadcast team. So at some point, if you just hear me throw up all over myself, I'll see the name Al Michaels on here, and then I'm leaving. No, he's not He's not I calling know. games this weekend. I'm it's bust, great. I'm busting chops. All right, so first game, Saturday, 4.30, Chiefs minus 8.5 against T-Law and the Jags. Totals yeah. 52.5, biggest on the board. It's NBC, Mike Tirico, Chris Collinsworth. Yep, well, first of all, total is going down, and I know we're not starting with sides, and I know those are like a – a side dish mm-hmm. to a lot of this stuff. The total is going down, and it is getting hammered by planet Earth. Tickets and money. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to get involved with an under in a Mahomes game, but I may have an answer for it later. I, okay, so now we're doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm picking every game, but I will give you leans. Um, I think it's Jacksonville or pass for me. I, I really do. And the reason is the Chiefs as big favorites are kind of like the Bills. They just don't cover. Now, what do we take out of last week's game? What did you take out of that Jags game? Do you think they're as bad as they were in the first half or as good as they were in the second? 
No. No, I mean, I think it's Lawrence's first pick was tipped at the line. I mean, there, there's a little bit of nuance that needs to be applied there. And there was potentially a P.I. that wasn't called on the second interception. Right. I'm asking you, these two teams faced off, and the Jags didn't show their ass. 27-17 final. I think they were getting nine and a half. Yeah, I think it ended up at a flat 10. But yeah, it's right in that neighborhood. Push, push, better than take, take. And now they're getting a little more credit. Would you say, I mean, this line would justify, hey, they've won six straight. The books respect them a little more. They're getting a full point, point and a half as as opposed to the meeting earlier in the year. But you said they kept it close. That game was 20 to nothing. Like Kansas City jumped them. Okay. And I, I think that's my only concern. When we did the midweek, I thought, yeah, it's Jags. And and I looked at the initial trend, six-game win streak, five and one against the spread. Yeah. Push the last time. Jags more respect. Here's your stat on the Chiefs. Two, five, and one against the spread when it's eight or more. That's I what I okay. Thank you for the number. So so, so yeah, because it validates I view what them you like thought. the Bills. Yeah. So they aren't covering eight and a halfs or more this season. But then I dug a little deeper. And I do think there's a case to play Kansas City here. Andy Reid, 27-4 and four after a bye, 3-0 and oh with Mahomes in the postseason following a bye, 2-1 against the spread, the only one they didn't cover. Mahomes got hurt. Chad Henney came in at the end. That was against the Cleveland Browns. Other than that, they've been unbelievable together off of a bye. Kansas City got to Trevor Lawrence in the first meeting, sacked him five times, the most he's been sacked this year, Quietly, Kansas City is one of those havoc teams this year. Their yeah. numbers are eerily similar to the Cowboys. Pressures, sacks, hurries. Only way you're getting stops. Right. They get to Mahomes. Or they get to, to Lawrence. And they, Mahomes always has time. Lawrence is 2-6 and six when he sacked multiple times. Just saying, this could be a big spot in a tough environment with a team that yeah. gets pressure. And we know Mahomes and company are going to do their part. They're not going to be contained. They're Here's the other thing. How much do you put into Chiefs off the bye? How much benefit? They got rest. Jags play a highly emotional game. It's hard to give you this up-down theory considering we're in the playoffs. It's the playoffs. Um, look, it was a lean. It's not a play for me, but it would be Jags or pass. I just don't lay eight and a half in the playoffs. I just don't. It's a lean. Last note I had. Chiefs, first in the NFL in passing. This is football outsiders. They do DVOA. First in the NFL in passing on third and fourth down. The Jags are 31st at defending the pass on third and fourth down. I don't think there's any doubt that Kansas City's winning this game. It's just can you stomach the eight and a half? That may be why. I have the breaking all rules, straight blasphemy, divisional round teaser pleaser. I'm going to deliver a teaser you will not believe later. The people demand it. I know the people are upset. I didn't have some huge setup for wild card weekend. Well, I'm going to give you guys a teaser delight, and I'm breaking every fucking rule. Just remember what Jim said about the Chiefs are going to win this game. Okay. Let me file that away. Okay. I, I think I have a theory on where you're going to go. I, I, built, got I built a teaser, oh, too. I and think by we the might way, be simpatico. I got a stat like you just gave on Reed. Mm-hmm. Wait till you hear the stat I'm betting into. In a game we're going to cover a little bit later. So are either of us playing this? Because I've gone I'm back not. and forth, and that tells me I probably just shouldn't bet. Yeah, it. I'm not. I think the lean, if people are demanding it, like you had to play this game and or, Mike, if you're in Vegas, you were betting it. Yes, I would play Jaguars. I would take I think I've talked myself into the Chiefs on the lean. The thing to watch is how this line moves. Because yeah. total transparency, we're taping on Wednesday. This will get dropped on Friday. By the time Saturday rolls around, like, 
we could see public money dump on the Chiefs. And if you're on the fence and you're a Jags better, maybe you wait and see it get back to nine or nine and a half. I think right now the book is very comfortable at eight and a half because it, it has not moved. Okay. And people are pounding, pounding on the Jags. So do what you will. Let's go to the next game. Your game. Yeah. Your team. Yeah. Saturday night. Yeah. 830 at the link. I say there may be rain, but I got in trouble doing that last week. Yeah. Totals 48 and a half. This is Fox, Joe Davis, Daryl Johnston. First thing is I got to find a bar to watch this in, in Manhattan because I'll still be in New York this week. Oh. So I'm, I've got to find an appropriate sports bar to watch this. But let's talk about the game. And we did this on the preview. So let me remove any fandom and I'll just shoot you straight. I don't know the status of Jalen Hurts. We know what we saw week 18. He didn't look like he was having a whole lot of fun. One designed QB run in week 18. And he was grimacing. Mm-hmm. They get the bye week. Could it be fixed? Sure. I think we've done a good job on this podcast. I've told you, people I've talked to, this is way more severe than just a sprained shoulder. There is a thought process. There is something structural here with the collarbone. Take that for what you want, okay? Then we go, all right, we'll look at the two matchups. They destroyed the Giants in the first one. Okay, no problem. Except Hertz was totally healthy. They ran for 260 yards. They gutted the Giants. Jumped them early. It was 21-0. The second matchup, 22-16, to I can't take anything out of it. Hertz was hurt, but also Giants didn't play any starters because they're not coached by an idiot like Brandon Staley, <laughs> and we didn't want to get anybody hurt. So you don't have a lot of, of great data, and you don't know what you're getting with Jalen Hurts. My fear is the Giants just played the game of their life, and can you back that up and do it again? Well, let me give you context as a Giants fan. Certain times, certain places, you just don't play well. Philadelphia is that place for the Giants. They have not won in Philly since 2013. Jim Costa couldn't legally buy a beer. Okay? Close. The point is, um, I got a real hard time with it. Now, I don't like laying points. But we are in the business of telling you if we had to play a game, we're not going to play. Where would we go? I've been a lean on the Eagles all week. Planet Earth is on the Giants. Correct. They're a sexy dog, just like they were last week. Well, they've been a cover machine for people this season. Right. And And their big New York market. The game debuted at seven and a half, and it's not moving. Any chance this goes to seven? I don't think so. And we sit, and we wait, and we pray. I don't think—not as we sit here today, because how much more money would it take? Well, but doesn't it tell you something, then? Isn't this the Eagles' side to play? Yes. Yes. I just—look, you you want something else, too, because I was taking a peek, and some props are out. So I've got some stuff to sprinkle into the episode this week. I was flabbergasted. There's a word for you. When I saw the Jalen Hurts rushing prop— what do you think it is? I bet you it's excruciatingly low and they're going to trap you. It's 50 and a half. 50 and a half. I triple checked it. 50 and a half rushing yards for Jalen Hurts, which to me says, says he's healthy. He's fine, which means wind at your back. Take the Eagles at the link. Am I going to let a prop bet <laughs> get me to play a game? Or bet the under on the prop bet. Call their bullshit and say there's no, no way this guy's running for 50 yards. Oh, but but when you say it. You know, though, remember the prop bet I gave you in the national title game? And I go, Stetson Bennett over nine and a half is the easiest thing on earth. Yeah, like he a 20-yard touchdown immediately. Had it in the first drive. Yeah. So I go, if it looks too easy, probably is. But I still bet into it. 
This one looks like an easy under. 50 and a half. I, I know. I think I'm going to bet that under prop. But it, look, the Eagles are the side to me because they have been the best team all year. The Giants are this darling. And it's a lot like you, you look at underdogs and you go, all right. It's the same thing with the Jags. They might turn into a pumpkin in Kansas City. It's mm-hmm. why I'm not going to play that game. Yeah. The Giants, to me, here's your issue. Giants comp to Seattle in this regard. They're dominated up front both ways. Eagle D-line and Eagle O-line. If the Giant now the Giants had a great game plan against Minnesota, but here's the problem. They faced a god-awful defense, and Ed Donatel decided to stay in that too high, let guys run all over the place, do whatever mm-hmm. they want to do. Eagles aren't going to do that. Nope. They're no, not going to do that. They've got two elite corners. One that used to play for the Giants, yep, and that is Bradley. a personal thing. Sure Darius Slate talked about it this week. Said, "Oh, they just cut him. We'll see how that they goes." They cut him because they couldn't I trade know, him. I know, but you know how players are. They're going to use it as a slight. As and I, the Giants still, you can run the ball on them. Absolutely can. And the because Eagles our did. linebacker level is an embarrassment. It's awful. So, now, how much of a difference does it make having Lawrence and Leonard in the middle of that defensive line? Big. Right. But again, it's still not a strength because yes, you can fill the gaps up front. But if you don't have legitimate line, now again. I don't want to geek out too much, but the, li- the the linebacker level is Jalen Smith, who plays on one leg and has the athleticism of a rock. Uh, it used to be Micah McFadden, who was like an undrafted free agent at Indiana. Big try-hard guy, yeah. Replaced by noted garbage can and former Lion, Jared Davis, who we're, got roasted in coverage. We're very biased because not only is he atrocious in coverage, he would be the guy on a toss right running the other way. Right. You're like, dude, what's going on? I, I just feel like... Philly is the better team all day, every day. If there were real Hurts concerns, it'd be six and a half, not seven and a half. The fact that it's stuck at seven and a half, I tell you, it'd be Eagles or pass for me. So why don't we play the Eagles? Here's here's another way to bet this game if you're at all hesitant. Maybe we layer some of this. Mm. We're pretty confident in one side of the ball. We don't know about Hurts and maybe the Giants beefed up healthy defense keeps it a little tight. What about the other side? The Giants' offense against this Eagles' defense. We're very confident it's going to go well for Philly, right? I would say so. I'd be did, very did you, surprised if the Giants scored into the 20s. You're good at this. Team total, 19 and a half for yeah. the Giants. Uh, to me, that that lends itself to 27-17 Eagles. Well, the Eagles' total is 28 and a half. So they price this, you know. <laughs> okay. 27-17 yeah. feels like the score of this game. All right, emotional you, hedge. Emotional hedge. I take the Eagles, even though I'm going to be rooting for my G-men. If I lose, it means the Giants played well. And if I win, it's really not going to hurt because it's been an unbelievable season. And then away we go. And I've I've got a game plan, too. It's a beauty. I got a 7 o'clock reservation and a 10-15. I sandwiched the game. So we could stop somewhere for cocktails and maybe apps. Watch some of the game. If the Giants are getting rolled, we're out. We got a 10-15 dinner at a very, a very difficult to get into restaurant that I'm excited about. But if the Giants are playing well, well, we already had a little bit of a nosh pregame. We can survive it, and then we'll just go late night fair. I bookended it. I've planned You're it. ready. I am you have to have planning. Before we move on, it's Eagles. I want to play some combination of these three bets. Eagles minus seven and a half, Giants under 19 and a half, and Hurts under 50 and a half. Would it, should I play all three, two of the three? Oh, God. Jim. Jim. We just talked through it. I'm, I'm amped. These, these all make sense. Play them. 
Play them all, all three? Yeah. I mean, okay, what do I, Let's do it. But, buddy, hold on. In full disclosure, if you listen to my regular show in Detroit, I gave out, we have a, a segment we do yeah. called On the Board. So it's FanDuel, brought to you by FanDuel. I've got a deep relationship with FanDuel. And we give some picks. And yesterday, just full disclosure, uh, I gave out a total in a college basketball game, Houston and Tulane. I even said, Houston could win this 80 to 60 and you still cover. I was driving around. I I listened. I bet it. The final was 80 to 60. Yeah. 149.5 on an under. Cookies hits it. Yeah. We then threw out K-State getting one and a half, hosting Kansas. What a nail biter that was. That was that was your guy Rico's But pick. it's why you take the, the points. points. That way you didn't have to sweat. Well, it was still kind of a sweat. And not that we're breaking down Big 12 hoops, but Kansas ices their their hot score. It was bizarre. Right, but world. here's my point. I delivered you two from the heavens. Yeah. Two free units. Yeah. Two free units. So I'll use those two free take units. The, and, take and, the <laughs> gift I've given you. The only thing I'm missing is the under because that's kind of the script. But I'm. I'll I just, would not touch. Okay, that. great. We'll go. I, I will go. Eagles seven and a half. Giants under nineteen and a half. And Hurts under fifty and a half rushing. You're, what are you playing from that game, Philly? I'm going to take Philly. Okay, emotional hedge. <laughs> uh, before we move on, and I already said that once. Uh, we got an email that I would normally save all emails to Monday, okay. but this is an email specifically about Saturday night's game. Yeah. Emails cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. Is that actually someone sent it to the account? Yes. We are up and running. We are up and running. This is the first real communication we've received <laughs> from the outside from world. From the outside world. <laughs> <laughs> like these are like uh, like aliens, and we finally got yeah, okay. Here's Jason's email. Okay. Hey guys, love the podcast. Wanted to get your thoughts on hedging. In March, I placed a $30 futures bet on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. That would pay out at $1,200. Okay. So he's feeling pretty good. Yep. He says, but they've looked shaky the past few weeks. What are your thoughts on putting 100 bucks on the G-Men? No. Plus 290, should I continue this strategy if the Eagles win? Oh, okay, okay, okay. In other words, like this is when it would start to enter my mind. This would not be the week I would do it. Yeah, the problem is the 100 pays plus, two, plus 290. 290. And are you willing to lose hundred dollars? Here's what I, I wouldn't would do it yet. I think it's too early. I think you gotta. First of all, you put thirty on it, and I'm not trying to minimize money, mm-hmm. but dude, the Eagles haven't even played a playoff game yet. It would take a miracle for the Giants to beat this team this weekend. I don't think the amount of money you're gaining justifies losing when you're a seven and a half point favorite. Now, yeah. NFC title game weekend. Once you're two steps removed from actually winning, that's right. when you, you ask yourself, because you might have to do it twice. Right. What you don't want to do is do it three times, because yeah. then you've eaten away all of the money. And I actually am a proponent of, of hedging, and I know some people will cringe at that. You got to let it rot. That's fine. Depends. But I'm also a horse player. So a lot of the stuff when I play, and you've got X amount available, and you go, all right, I'm also dealing in a landscape where largely you're getting plus 400, 500, 600, 800, 1,000 on your money, there are capers you can execute to protect yourself. So I'm biased in that regard. I would not hedge yet. Like if the Eagles get to the Super Bowl, I'd hedge. You put 30 and he's got a chance to win 1,200. You can throw a couple hundred on it. Watch the game and relax and know. And know you're making north of 500, maybe north of 1,000. Yeah. I wouldn't do it this weekend. No, I wouldn't either. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. 
But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, to Sunday we go. Bills, Bengals, 3 o'clock. Yeah. Bills minus 4.5, totals 48.5, and this is Manson Romo. Ooh, Jim. Whopper, Whopper, Junior Whopper. Ooh, I don't know. Okay. This one, though, I think we have some clarity. Yeah, I'm picking the Bills. And, I mean, it's it kills me. I love the Bengals at plus 750. But, yes, they endured the loss of Lael Collins and were okay. Alex Kappa still out. Now you lose Jonah Williams to a dislocated kneecap, the left tackle. Who's his backup? It is a rookie, second-round draft pick, 
who played two total snaps all year and looked horrific against the Ravens. So when you're watching the Ravens game, Joe Burrow was reduced to three-step drops. It's not who he is. Not what he wants to do. It's not how they're designed. Go ahead. Why? You're no, smiling. I have a stat on it, and I love when stats speak to what you see. What I don't like is when people get too cute with stats and they're trying to over-explain, but when it's what you're talking about and someone quantified it. Let me hear it. In the second half, the amount of quick game they ran, so yeah. three-step drops, screens, it jumped from 26% in the first half to 56% in the second half. It completely changed their offense. It neutered them. And if we look at it, they should have lost that game. Now, I know shoulda, coulda, woulda, but really? You needed a fumble on a QB sneak return 98 yards for a touchdown to win? Mm -hmm. And then you let the Ravens get back down the field with a chance to put it in the end zone? Uh, I think the spread being north of a field goal told me a lot of what I needed to see. I don't love the Bills throwing out big numbers here. And the four and a half is right on that line of where I'd go, "Uh uh-oh. But guess what? I know Von Miller's not playing. They still have the pass rushers to do this. They'll still dial up some aggression. Uh, they have the linebacker level to neutralize P. Ryan or Mixon out of the backfield with Matt Milano. And if you're not pushing the football to guys like Higgins and Chase, you're really not doing it justice. We've seen the, the Bengals be bad in the red zone two straight weeks. Here's what it comes down to. I am betting that Josh Allen won't be a total disaster this game. Three turnovers last week. The red zone turnovers are a thing. I think he's got six or seven on the year. I just feel like that line indicates yeah. this is a Bills spot, and when you look at where money's going, you get a nice imbalance, a lot of tickets on the Bengals, a lot of money on the Bills. I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. And by the way, there are fours out there. Yes, this is a FanDuel podcast. Yes, it is at four and a half. You can shop. It isn't North Korea And I'm not going to lie to you guys just because FanDuel brings you the pot. Yeah, I'd love to see you sign up with FanDuel and play. Newsflash, it's a free country. There are fours out there. Um, But four and a half is the number I have, and I'm still going to take it, and I'm going to play it. I I just think this is a bill spot, and I would not be shocked if they brought in DeMar Hamlin from a hot air balloon and he watched the game live. It's the emotional angle. It's it's, It's the these two teams just played. These two teams were on the same field together. Everybody knows what happened. Hamlin's made this unbelievable recovery. It's the Bills. It's at home. They're healthier. I'm taking Buffalo Lane the four and a half. I don't want to bet Buffalo, and that's why I have to bet Buffalo. That's right. That's what this feels that's like. That's right. You this, were on the fence the other day. I, I was, because I, I picked Cincy in the game that you mentioned, the Hamlin game that they didn't end up finishing. I had Cincy that day, and, and they got off to a hot start. It looked good. But this is absolutely a reflection of what's going on up front for Cincinnati. Absolutely. Burrow sacked four times last week, most since week eight, down both tackles and a guard. Quick game is their whole deal now, which means, yeah, he's going to find creative ways to get Jamar Chase the ball. But if I'm Buffalo, coached by a defensive guy, we're going to press a little more. We're going to bring the safeties up a little more. Not exclusively. You still got to, you know, cover your ass. But it makes it easier to play defense against Burrow. Correct. Knowing, hey, there's only so much this offense is capable of. Now, is there any... Anything in your mind to a bounce-back angle for Buffalo's defense? Yeah. Now, I know the turnovers play a big role. Yeah, I don't think they played awful against my I team. haven't loved Buffalo's defense, though, considering all the talent they have. I feel like they haven't really lived up to it. No. So, maybe this is the spot. Look, I don't like favorites. I don't like laying the points. But the Bengals going in, Jim highlighted it. It's a great stat by you, truly. That's why I love working with you. Um, I don't think you're beating the Bills with three-step drops. 
And the, the, uh, yeah, that, the, that's kind of where I leave it. The only fear is Allen turnover worthy throws most in football. If Allen turns but, this thing over two, but, three times, I'm fucked. But, but, I'm willing to live with it. But, but also leads the NFL in big time throws. That's kind of the counter stat. Can you dig yourself out of yeah. it? He had a, a, I think, believe this is the, the term for it, a fuck ton of big time throws last it week. It is the technical yeah. Elias Sports Bureau so, term. So if this is under a, a touchdown, right? They're not covering a big number. Yeah. And it's close. And I got Allen with yep. the wind at his back as opposed to Burrow who's going into the wind, metaphorically, right? I mean, yeah. I, I, I like them in I'll this give you matchup. the other thing too, and maybe it leads you to an underplay because it is very... Um, we talked about it. It's what's the word I'm looking for? It is very uh, contrarian. Yeah, the Bills. Look, I've seen the, the the Bengals now. They're getting gutted on the ground. They're getting beat up in rushing yards. You know, who the highest yards per carry team in football is is it Buffalo. The Buffalo Bills. Now, can the Bills' ego? Can Ken Dorsey's ego understand that the best way to cut your quarterback's turnovers is to hand the ball off? Or hey, it's playoff time, people. I want Josh Allen on some design runs. You saw what Danny Dimes did to Minnesota. That is the best way to get a defense off of its game. James Cook has become a revelation. Devin Singletary is a great change of pace. Look, running the football. Yeah. Cincinnati's playing lower scoring games. Yep. And Planet Earth is on the over. This looks uh, more it? like a 24-17 oh. game to the under. Oh, you said like people are actually betting the over? Then I love this. Because people aren't realizing... Unders hit more often than not in both Bengals and Bills games this season. And it's on the heels of the over going 6-0 and last weekend, which means mama's calling. Rent's due. The book wants their money back. It's 48 and a half. I like the under in this. It's contrarian. And I know for some people that just ends up being like jargon. Well, there's football reasons. The Bengals play defense. Their offense is limited. The Bills, their offense is limited by Josh Allen mistakes. So Bengals can't push the field. Got to drive it. Maybe run it a little more. Maybe keep the tight end in the block a little more. And the and the Bills want to cut Allen's turnovers. Maybe run it more. Cincinnati's been getting popped a little bit. Let's do it. I'm playing the Bills. You're, are, are we seriously adding an under in a game of Josh Allen? Hold on. The last time we did this, I proposed an under in a Mahomes game that ended up hitting that I got talked out of. Okay. That same week was, All right. was, I think, that Allen under that didn't end up happening. Okay. You win. Fine. They just played a 34-31 game against Skylar Thompson. That is the thing that I do revert back to. Okay. Don't bet it then. Okay. Just keep rolling. Last game, my mind. Sunday night, 6 o'clock, Niners minus, I have three and a half. This was four. It went down to three. It's back to three and a half. I know you're hesitant. It's against the Dallas Cowboys. Totals 45 and a half. This is Fox. This is the Super Bowl duo. Yeah. Burkhart and Olsen. I'm taking the Cowboys. Spread's way too small. I don't know what the deal is here. I thought this thing would be five and a half or six. Um, I respect the hell out of the Niners. Brock Purdy, though. Look, we highlighted this, and you guys you can were all look. over it. He's, he's lit up really bad teams. So what do we know about Dallas? Well, I'm terrified of Brett Maher who's now missed five straight extra points. And you want to talk about being scared of the difference between three and a half and four and a half? You're looking at it. Mm-hmm. One missed extra point could fuck your world sideways. But Dallas's defense is about havoc. It's speed. It's pressure. And I know Shanahan will try to use their aggression against them. But if I'm looking at this, Dallas has the defensive recipe. 
to really make Purdy look pedestrian and offensively look. I'm worried about San Francisco's corners the same way you are. And when I look at that Cowboy offense, don't they have the formula to be able to stay in this game? And look, I think this is another weird game to the under. I don't want to play it because I like Dallas here. But the number scares me. I really wanted four and a half here. Are you playing anything in this game? I was going to play Dallas. Okay. I want Dallas. Are you going to play? The problem is the number opened at four and a half, and I'm only getting three and a half. And the Cowboys, as of time of taping, are not looking for a kicker. Jerry Jones has said, nope. Brett Maher's had a lot of good kicks. Yeah, Jerry, one problem. Not the last two weeks, and your season's on the line. Uh, He misses one fucking kick. I'm going to go nuts. uh, it's, It's the difference potentially hitting the bet or not. You were all over the Brock Purdy thing. Let me just recap it for people. This is the competition they face. The Dolphins on uh, the Dolphins with their awful road defense. Then the Bucks, Seahawks, Commanders, Raiders, Cardinals, and Seahawks again. It's not like he's slayed a bunch of dragons. Yes, Shanahan will run a ton of counter stuff to use pressure and penetration against Dallas. But I think having Vander Esch back is big for this Cowboys team in this uh-huh. matchup. You know Parsons are going to move them all over the place. And by the way, I think we can be done with the whole he can't play on grass. Did you see the game he had in uh, Tampa on, on, on Sunday, Monday night? <laughs> Sorry, I'm all over the place. No, it looked like he, he's, he's the guy, one of the only guys with access to the turbo button on the field. Everybody else is at regular speed. That's right. So Circle button. I would lean Cowboys, but I'm not going to play the Cowboys. No. What I want to give you is a prop. Damn it. All right. And I, this is a well-researched prop. I'm going to be devastated if this doesn't hit. Devastated, he says. Devastated. Can I cost a lock a prop? No. <laughs> no. Dak over passing yards. The, this number is set at 250.5 right now. Okay. Cowboys have played 11 games since Halloween. Dak has gone over 250 in nine of the 11. The two he didn't. Week 18, which I think we're all kind of willing to look past, right? Mm-hmm. And a a game they blew the Colts out, and he just didn't need to throw the ball. So unless you think they're blowing out San Francisco, games where they're engaged, competitive, it's 9 of 9 since Halloween that he's hit over 250. Yeah, and again, the over-under in that Tampa game was 245 and a half. He threw for 330. Niners pass defense. We've touched on it. The corners, a little shaky. I wanted to do the research on both sides. Not just can Dallas do this, but what about the team they're playing? Niners passing yards allowed to opposing quarterbacks from December on. Tua hit the over. Brady hit the over. Geno didn't in the first meeting, but did in the second. Commanders with two QBs combined hit the over. Jarrett Stidham hit the over. And the only other one in there is the Cardinals with McSorley. And yeah, teams are having success throwing the ball against them. That is all but two of the one, two, three, four, five, Can you do seven. me a favor? Do me a favor. What? If you like the prop so much that Dak's really going to play well, do me a favor. Take the three and a half and join me. No, because I don't even have to have, like, they could be trailing. It and then it's matter. it's perfect script for the prop. Come on. Take the three and a half. You know you want to. From the guy who's like, hey, you bet too many games. I'm going to end up betting like nine game, nine bets on a four-game slate. You're an enabler is what you I are. Just, You're no. an enabler. No, no, no. <laughs> I just owe you one when you talked me into the under in San Francisco. You know, and it was fine. dead in the first 10 I'll, minutes. I'll join you because it's better to watch knowing you have a My side. My man, that's right. All right. That's right. All right, so let's get to the uh, teaser pleaser. Perfect. So here's what I want to do. People are like, how come you didn't have a teaser last week? Okay. 
I'm not advising you to play this, but you demand these teasers, so I'm going to offer it to you. Here we go. You're going to take Philly and tease it down to one and a half. You're going to take the Cowboys. You're going to tease it up to nine and a half. You're going to take, ready? This is, this is where it gets gnarly. You're going to take the under in the Buffalo game, and you're going to tease it to 54 and a half. That's three. So then we get to the last one. You're going to take the Chiefs and tease it down to two and a half. That's a four-way teaser in the divisional round, one for every game. And you get plus 240. I'm not advising you to do it, but if you demand such things, Philly minus one and a half, Cowboys plus nine and a half, under 54 and a half in the Buffalo game, and Chiefs minus two and a half plus 240. I had three already typed out. The one I didn't have is the Bills. And we're already betting the under, so I can't be mad at you. That's the only one I think could miss. Oh, it could. The the other three feel like, come on, Mahomes and company are winning that game by more than the field goal. The Eagles are going to win the game. The Cowboys, nine and a half points. Powerful number. Come on. Great number. Maher missed extra point beats us. We lose by 10. (laughs) So there's the four. People play it if you want to play yep. it. I think it's it's logical. All right, my board is more controlled than Jim's. Uh, Philly laying the seven and a half. Bills minus four and a half. Cowboys plus three and a half. I really do prefer four and a half. And if you want to bet it live, I get it. But we do a pod and we don't lie to you. Uh, under 48 and a half in the Buffalo game. Four plays, that's it. How many do I have? One, uh, two, 12. three, four, five, six, seven. I have seven plays. Don't you have the coin toss four- in the Jacksonville game? <laughs> this is how I win. You know what? I, I'm not opposed to adding a Chiefs first half. Please, please. Minus not. five and a half. Okay, Should I throw that in there I'm, too? I'm not going to be a part of this. Okay. Here's my board. Eagles minus seven and a half. Giants under 19 and a half. Hurts under 50 and a half rushing. Bills and Bengals under 48 and a half. Bills minus the four and a half. Dak over 250 and a half passing yards. And the Cowboys plus three and a half. Remember, you want to get a hold of us. You want to be on the mailbag. You just have questions. Cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. Rate, review, subscribe. And we are on to championship weekend. And by the way, new feature of the show. Just when football ends, we don't stop. We'll debut those on the recap next week. I'll talk about it. We're going underdog mode. And we're doing it on the hardwood and the ice. We're bringing in a hockey expert, Sir Pucks-a-Lot. We're making it happen. That's cash the ticket.